Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. On the topic of calming your farm, I landed on a technique just only in the last two years, really, that's really working for me, and that's skincare. I've created a ritual for myself in the morning and in the evening. I've got a million products. I have no idea what they do, and I don't even think they work. But the ritual of going through it one by one and putting it on is such a great way to calm down and ground myself. And uh, look, they smell great. Karen from finance is not that lady from your mum's work who always says she used to change your nappy every time you go in there to get the car keys. That's a different lady. Karen from finance was one of this year's competitors on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, and she was sickening. She really stepped her pussy up, if I may say so. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. As we know, success as a professional drag queen takes charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. Like life in any genre of live performance, it takes discipline if you want a long career. RuPaul once said, basic bitches not wanted. And I couldn't agree more. Which is why I wanted Karen from finance. I've just had the craziest 18 months because, of course, you know, like most other performers, as soon as the pandemic hit, uh, my work was wiped out completely. I saw, you know, an entire year's worth of bookings just, you know, not even get postponed, just completely cancelled. And upon that, we realised that, you know, living in our small apartment in the city wasn't going to be fruitful. So we, we moved, we moved quite far out, moved in with family. And so went from working, popular, living the dream to absolutely nothing. But then during that process, I got the call to do RuPaul's Drag Race. So in the same year of having everything wiped out from underneath me, I also got, you know, like the biggest invitation of my entire life. So it was just such a roller coaster of a year. 
Well, getting the call to do the show. I mean, to be honest, when I first got the call, I didn't believe that it was that it was real. You know, I did that. I did that half hour Google search of who's this person and what's this company and do they really exist? Are they pulling my leg? Uh, but it, it was all, it was all real. It was all legit. Look, it was a it was a great way to you know come out of the lockdown. It was a great thing to set my focus onto because I kind of lost my purpose and my motivation. So I was just you know I was just. I was just swaying in and out of every single day, but getting that call gave me some direction and something to focus on. So it was a really, really fun thing to do in a really, really crazy year, but it really did just flip the script for me. Well, I think the number one thing that has gotten me through this whole time and, and at all times is just not putting too much pressure on myself. I don't set expectations any higher or further than they need to be. You know, when I when I'm when when I'm in amongst it and I'm going at it, of course, you know, I'll set I'll set big standards and expectations for myself, but I don't set unrealistic expectations for myself. So, if I if if I know that things are going to be tough and difficult and that I need to get through a period of time, I'm I'm fine with just getting up and making the bed every day. That's <laughs> that's a realistic goal that I can achieve and that's what I stick to. Touring is really tough. It looks so glamorous from the outside, but actually it can be really, really difficult. It's a, it's a lot harder than, you know, being at home. And again, to go back to setting, you know, realistic expectations, it's all about having rituals when you're on tour. So you could be, you know, you could be on a, on a bus or a plane in a new city every single day. And it's about uh, creating rituals and things that you can, you can do every day to feel either like you're at home or like just sane really so it could be as simple as you know having having the same thing for breakfast every day or waking up and waking up at the same time every day or maybe it's you know maybe it's exercise like uh, I, I always find that committing to like a one hour walk um, you know I don't like to walk too fast but <laughs> even if I if I say that I'm just you know going out seeing the sights as long as I can get up and get out um, that that kind of keeps me pretty grounded I can get into a bit of bit of a hole in touring life of I'm just kind of sleeping in and you know watching you know watching TV shows on my computer and not only is that like terribly for me terrible for me mentally but I just the way I hurt my lower back by sitting up in bed watching TV shows all day it's terrible <laughs> The thing with touring is that you can get carried away with trying to keep other people happy and there's so many demands put on you on on what's expected of you and that especially when you are an entertainer when it you know and when it comes to comedy and drag that you are supposed to be the life of the party um whereas you know partying on tour that's a that's almost a no-go zone now. In the early days, of course, it's so exciting. But um, saying no to the party and knowing when to when to walk away, when to take yourself home, when to go to bed, and just when to say no in general is such a good tool to keep up your sleeve. And it's a really, really healthy tool. That demand of being the life of the party is uh, is really enticing and it can feel really instantly rewarding. It's really, really overwhelming and fun when you're in the party, but it's the long-term effects are just, they're no good. Um, and there's no longevity in doing that. So you've, you've, you've really got to put yourself first, work out what your boundaries are and stick to them. 
the best way to make sure that I don't go out is to take a long time taking my makeup off. When I walk off stage, I usually look terrible. <laughs> I'm usually a little bit sweaty. The lippy needs to be touched up. Maybe there's a lash hanging off the side of my face. Walking off the stage, I don't, I don't usually look my greatest. And if I, if I want to go out, if I want to be enticed by the party, I will just rip that makeup off and I can be, you know, I can be back in boy mode and at the bar in five minutes. And so really taking a breath and finding someone, whether it's a stage manager or, um, or, or, you know, one of the venue staff to debrief after the show and kind of sit down, talk about what worked, what didn't work and keep yourself in work mode for a little bit longer. You'll find that that's actually really fun to talk about as well. Debriefing is a really, really great way in the entertainment industry to, um, to stay focused after a show. And I think that once you manage to get that out kind of professionally, the urge for the party kind of goes away. Whereas, you know, if you rip the makeup off and go straight to the bar, you end up debriefing alone at the bar and that just doesn't work. As I've gotten older, I've gotten a lot better at taking care of myself and really putting myself first, I think. Um, now that I, you know, I, I, I feel like the luckiest person in the world doing what I do for a living. I, I, and I, with that comes a lot of respect for what I do. So when I was younger, you know, I didn't take as good a care of myself and I was, I found it really easy to get indulged into the party life. Uh, whereas now I, I, I do, I respect my work and with that I respect myself a little bit more too. And, and kind of, yeah, a similar thing to my working life. I don't put unrealistic expectations on myself. I set my standards high and I have high expectations, but never unrealistic. For me, my, my favorite thing to do is socialize. I just get such a kick out of being around, not, not, not just friends and family, but, but around people. I love meeting new people. I love hearing new stories. I just love socializing. And um, I, I think for me, that's one of the greatest things about touring life is getting to be in new places and meet new people and have new experiences. But uh, yeah, as an extrovert, it's really getting to know others. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.